I've been listening to um, a lot of Delamitri today, so. I, I don't know if you're kidding or not. I mean, that's a sad thing. <laughs> you got the hard line. There's no time. You're going to have to get to another exit. See, he's got a keys around here. No time for love, Dr. Jones. No time for... No time for podcast. <laughs> I know, I can't be bothered with that. I have no time for that sort of nonsense. Recording is in progress. Progress. All right, I'm back. Hey there, stranger. No, that's that's Bruiser. That's Jeremy. Hey. Hey. All right. So shall we begin? We shall. It's going to be a very Victorian podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, welcome to this uh, this episode. I won't say this week's. We're not that consistent uh, or, or committed. <laughs> this episode of No Time for Podcast. This is Pete. I'm with uh, Eric. And Jeremy, aka Bruiser. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. And uh, as always, first question of the night is, "What are you drinking, old man? You want to start with yours? Beverage of choice." Let me look here. Uh, I'm having a. I dropped this can. Busted up uh, Tin Whisker Supernova. This brewery is in St. Paul, and they are closing down, and it's kind of sad. I've got like two other of their beers left, so. I don't realize Tin Whispers. I don't know, maybe you told me that. I don't realize Tin Whispers are shutting down. Yeah, I think they're shutting down at the end of the month here. So you gonna go stock up? I don't know. There's I went and looked and it was kind of hard to find anything other than mm-hmm. like random places. So I did something weird. I either they asked for their beer back from like liquor stores and stuff, and, like try to sell it out at the at the breweries, or people go and like buy cases or something. I don't know what's going on, or pallets of them. Because it happened when uh um Stack Deck went under too, and I went and looked for their beer, and I was like, pre- the week previous, they had like hundreds of cans, and then I went in there, and they had like two six-packs left after they announced, so it's weird. Probably some raspberry beer crap at that. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff nobody wants. <laughs> there are people that want it, Peter. Yeah, well, they're no friends of mine. Uh, his name is Michael Schwartz. And they are. Don't, you besur- don't, don't besmirch their names. They never want that crap. <laughs> How about you, Bruiser? What are you drinking, Jerry? Uh, I'm drinking a, a hard cider, a um, Angry Orchard cider with um, some fireball mixed into it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I feel like that, that's what you had last time, and I, I don't understand the the connection there. It gives a good kick, man. It gives a little heat, a little, especially in this winter weather, you know. Yeah. It's snowing. It's snowing down here. Is it snowing where you guys are? It's, I'm, it's yeah, snowing. It's, it's yeah. a little bit. Speaking of uh, speaking of Fireball, Michael Schwartz brought a bottle of Fireball to the last gathering and made everybody do shots. He played the Andy Larson role that weekend. <laughs> yeah, I it only was, had two. It was it was unexpected, but yep, didn't miss it. Did, did not <laughs> didn't, didn't miss that uh, cinnamon liqueur. No, 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 no. I uh, Fireball, it's so good. Is it though? It <laughs> is. It is. It burns going down and going out. Yeah, it's it burns in every possible way. <laughs> Tastes like burning. <laughs> All right. Well, and I'm drinking my uh, one of my usuals, the Uda Pills Evolved the Golden. It's a Bavarian style Hefeweizen from a local brewery, and uh, I'm a fan. I still have never been there, old man. I don't know if you'd ever want to take me there on a date. I already took Andy Larson there on a date. But I don't think yeah. I don't think I don't remember this stuff, but that came up, and I feel a little little hurt by that that i wasn't uh taken with but again you can make it up to me 
Where right, is I'll, that? I'll where try. is it? Where is that? It's that's that's Minneapolis, right? Saint Paul? No, it's in Minneapolis. It's uh, yeah, it's in the western suburbs. It's like Minneapolis proper. It's like right on the border of. Uh, it's, it backs right up to a park, so I don't know what the other city is next to it. But it is in Minneapolis proper. This city. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm always down. It's a good place. It was like a old um, a water refining plant or something like that. So they have like a, I don't know, they have like it's it's a giant place. It was a lot bigger than I expected it to be. Really? Okay. Yeah, they have a lot of space. So good, like uh, garden area or anything like that. Yeah, they got a like a back area that looks over the the park that it kind of backs up into, and they have like fire pits and stuff in the in the back. Kind of cool. Okay. Well, you let me know when you want to go, as long as it's not a weekend because it's soccer season. So weekends are going to be iffy for for a while. Gonna do a lot of day drinking then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, weekday. Yeah, maybe weekend. <laughs> All right, I'll call you on a random Tuesday in the afternoon. See how that works out for you. You, you gotta catch me before it's too late though, because once it's about eight o'clock, I'm probably staying in. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So I have the I have the rule at my house uh, that if I come home and I, I may have shared this before, I hope I, I haven't, or maybe I have. I don't. But uh, if I come home and I take my shoes off, that's it for the night. Like, I'm not going back out. Don't you always take your shoes off when you get home? I usually do, yeah. And so then I'm not going back out. So you got, like, like a five-second window? No, no, there's no windows. Like, there was a night where there's there's a food truck at the local brewery Imminent uh, that I absolutely love. And a friend of mine called me and said, hey, this food truck, you know, your favorite food truck's there. Do you want to go, do you want to meet over there for a beer and and get some of that food? And I was like, eh, I took my shoes off, like, an hour ago. (laughs) You like that? Is that in that movie Extract, where once the woman puts her sweatpants on, the guy knows he's not getting lucky yeah. that night. The husband, yeah. so he rushes to get home. Jason Bateman's character by like five o'clock <laughs> walks in, and she's putting the, the sweats on, and he just <laughs> no, just sighs and defeats. <laughs> I, I generally get done with work at three. Uh, I walk Bartleby. And then I play with him for a bit. So if you don't hit me before 345, I've probably taken my shoes off. It's the general rule. Just in case you were wondering. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah. Just in case you wanted to call around three. <laughs> if you want me to come meet you at a brewery, you got to call before 345. <laughs> and it better be in Northfield. I don't want to have to drive. Yeah, also, oh, yeah. Uh, if it's not in Northfield, don't even. Don't even, <laughs> don't even bother. Don't make Unless the It's not worth it. <laughs> I was actually out on a weekday uh, until about, I got home at 10.30 on Wednesday. I went to uh, the Timberwolves game with our old college buddy, Sinkula. Oh, yeah? I hadn't seen and I think we figured it was about four and a half years. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. And I hadn't been to a Timberwolves game in years either, but I tell you, I was exhausted. And, like, you know, I probably stayed up too late after I got home. But, yeah, being up that late during the week just kills me. It's, how, did, uh, how did the Timberwolves do in that game? Oh, it was, of course, the game they dropped a turd. And I know you know that, but now you're just being a dink. <laughs> and asking. Well, you went recently to a wild game, too. How did that one work out? <laughs> it, was, it was the one game in a 10-game ten, ten streak they lost. I don't know. <laughs> it was, I am not a good luck you're, you're getting out of here. <laughs> All right, cool. I do remember back in, like, was it 94 or 95 when the Timberwolves started? Pete, what was when did the Timberwolves start? Mm-hmm. Was that was it wasn't it like mid nineties that the, the eighty nine. What's that? It was eighty nine, nineteen eighty nine, I think was oh, there not. Yeah, in the Metrodome they were there in eighty nine. 
I think. Uh, well, but it was, so it was 94 or 95. So it was a few years into the Timberwolves. And I remember uh, going out, I, I worked at the movie theater I used to work at. And we went out for, we used to go to Applebee's for appetizers. That was the big thing then with us, cool and new. And uh, this guy showed up, this guy, Mike, that I worked with. And he's like, yeah, he was at a Timberwolves game. And he's like, yeah, yeah no, the Timberwolves only lost by 18 tonight, which is technically oh. a win for them. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's been like that point since then. There's a few years with Garnett that weren't uh, bad, but. It's been this will be the only the second year they've made it the playoffs without Garnett. <laughs> it's it's sad. It's been a dry run. But yeah. By the way, was it Mike Noonan? Uh no, it was not Mike Noonan. No, it was not Mr. Uh, Ant like that. You know, you know Noonan though. Yeah, yeah, he was he was interesting. <laughs> which movie which movie theater did you work at? Uh, I worked at the general cinema outside of the Burnsville Center. Uh, it is now a car parking lot, uh, or a car, not car parking lot, but a car dealership. Yeah. Uh, adjacent to the extra car parking lot off the Burnsville Center. Is that the move, that's the theater that moved into the Burnsville Center, though, or no? No, oh, I, th- I don't think, I think General Cinema is gone. Oh, General, I forget, it's General Cinema, yeah, probably. Yeah, there's just one down there now, I can't remember the name of it, but they have the big IMAX. Yeah, I mean, there's that theater that's still outside of the Burnsville Center that you yeah. can drive up to, but um, but that's not where my theater was. That's a. You were in the inside. No, I was I was outside, but mine is gone. It's it's like I said, it's a car dealership now. Gotcha. I still buy it with fond memories. The two that I worked in in Maplewood, I think they're both gone near the Maplewood Mall. United Artists Theaters. Sad. Well, movie theater in general. So I think I don't know how many less we have than we did twenty years ago, thirty years ago. Well, we got more of those than bowling alleys. That's for sure. Those are all. That's true. I think. I guess I haven't done the math, but yeah, I would assume that's accurate. <laughs> so it, it recently got rebought in town here, but we have a we have a bowling lane in Northfield. Uh, it was it got shut down at the beginning, beginning of COVID. Uh, again, like I said, recently bought and reopened. But I, I I really was hoping it'd be low enough for me to afford. I, I looked into it and uh, I couldn't because I really wanted to reopen it as the COVID nineteen lanes. That's that would have been all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a plan that you know. Probably advertising wise wouldn't work out so well. <laughs> oh, that attitude. And there's no way there's 19 lanes in Northfield. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that that is that 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 was kind of the yeah. There 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 was a myth to 19 lanes being actually there. There's not 19 lanes there. I've been there. <laughs> what else are you up to, buddy? You got. I, w- uh, I would have went halvesies with you on a bowling alley. It would have been a bad decision. Oh, it would have been a, probably one of the worst decisions of our lives. <laughs> That's just because you're, you're you're still trying to chase that uh, 300 game. Uh, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about <laughs> that. We don't talk about hairball. We don't talk about hagfish. They're just things we don't talk about. All right, all right. Hold on, ready. That's, That's a good that. signal. That's a sound of authenticity. So, what topic are we going to jump into today? What did we decide to do? Travel. Uh, travel. Travel. Travel experiences. Travel. All right. All sorts of uh, fun things to get into. Um, do you guys, I guess, we'll start this in general? I mean, I think I know, I know the answer for one of you. Um, do you have, have you been traveling much the last couple of years? I have barely gotten a mile from my house in the last couple of years. <laughs> it's because you take your shoes off so quickly. It this is. is my stop face. <laughs> I, the, the co-op is so close to my house. I spend one tank of gas a month. That's it. That's That's $30, $30 a month on gas. That's it. That's driving to the co-op and back every day, and then once once a month up to the comic shop in Burnsville. Oh, is that when you call me and say, let's hang out, I'm in Burnsville? 
No, I don't call you and say, let's hang on. I, 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 I avoid. I know. I know. Apparently, <laughs> the sarcasm doesn't come through in audio or video. <laughs> no, I have not, I've not traveled in, in two years. But you did that. Uh, true. I drove, I drove to Colorado to see my mom. Yeah. I drove up to see Christy and Milax. So I have traveled briefly. Sure. Under my own power. Uh, yeah, I've, I haven't been on a plane in probably three years. So um, we did some uh, driving to national parks this spring break with some of Logan's friends and um, went to Zion and went to the Badlands. And so we did about five different states in eight or nine days. But that's that's as much traveling. It's mostly been Wisconsin and Minnesota and occasionally South Dakota once in a while. But that's about it. Those with the cabin, you guys, that's probably less of a thing. I mean, it's harder when the kids are older anyway. Because yeah, it's hard has... to convince everybody to want to do the same thing at the same time. Yeah, that's assuming they don't even have stuff keeping them busy. That oh, yeah. doesn't involve yeah. schedules and stuff. But well, I get it. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, I, we flew for the first time a couple weeks ago for a wedding in Sacramento. That was the first time I'd been on a plane since, uh, I think, when you and I went to San Jose for the Vikings Niners game two years ago, right before the you know the that NFC uh, NFC championship, or was that the? No, it was the game before. It was the right the conference or the yeah yeah divisional round. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Um, Yeah, it was weird. You know, had to wear mask, which was fine, but I got hot. Like at one point, I swear they turned the air the heat down on the airplane, and like you know, I always travel in t-shirts anyway because I inevitably get hot. But it was just like. The, the ride out there in particular, I really think they're trying to like punish me. <laughs> you had to wear the mask the whole time on the plane. Yeah, it's a, that's a uh, yeah, PSA. No, no, it's whatever. It's fine. I just, right? I just said Federation rules, like it's Star Trek. <laughs> um, <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm on season three of uh, Discovery. Still... Do they uh, are, are the planes mostly full, or at least the plane that you were on? This one was actually pretty pretty packed. Um, you know, we we have like a Delta whatever uh, Silver, you know, with the Silver program or whatever, and so we got upgraded. Um, but there was like no seats for first class there there uh, that the way out or the way back. I don't think. And the way home was a six thirty a.m. flight. Apparently, if you live in Minnesota, they want to get the planes here early that day for other you know. So like flying yeah. The real locations. Yeah. So that was waking up at like 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) That's the hard thing about having a hub here. Like, you know, you have a lot more flights and stuff, but they also have really early and really late flights sometimes. Yeah, right. Just, it was awesome. But the trip was nice. It was nice to, I mean, for again, for the first time in a couple of years, like just really leave the house you know we've we've had some road trips but that was more for soccer like hey i'm going to wisconsin for a night <laughs> it's nothing, <laughs> nothing super exciting um so this was nice just to be change of pace and especially with um you know the covid rules being a little bit more relaxed like it was nice to be able to walk around and go in the restaurant not feel like um you know you had to mask up everywhere which was kind of nice um just because even on some of those soccer trips, it was like, oh, no, even like walking through the hotel lobby, you got to wear it. And some people still do. Totally fine. Right. I guess I'm if I'm not within 15 feet of somebody else and I'm moving, you know, t- from A to B and I'm not just standing around, I'm just less inclined to really worry about it personally. 
uh just always been a rebel like that i guess but <laughs> it's it 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 nice to just get out there and you know have some okay weather weather wasn't great but yeah. i don't think the weather's been great anywhere lately i mean it was it was okay in utah um but it got cold like at night it was only like 30 35 degrees and we were in tents and stuff so it was you know colder than i had been in a tent in a long time yeah where would you say that ranked uh i mean as far as you know now we're trying to progress the topic but for family i don't know if you'd call it a family trip with but, only half the family um <laughs> you know a third of the kids yeah <laughs> like it's up there it's it, you know those are all places i've wanted to take people like the kids to go to and see but i don't know if everybody's interested in that sort of stuff and um so but logan really enjoys camping and hiking and that kind of stuff there was one day where you know we hiked eight miles in the mud and i'm way out of shape for that sort of thing um and so like pretty tired went to bed pretty early that day (laughs) man i I don't know if it's just even if you're not doing anything like when we were in california i was just exhausted every night right like it's nine o'clock i'm ready for bed (laughs) well and we were at elevation too so we're like you know some of those canyons are like seven thousand feet up there and you're like sleeping outside being active during the day at elevation yeah a little much, but and then you know the next day you drove a couple thousand miles and a couple hundred miles and yeah yeah got to be a lot but it was fun I would do it again I'd go you know I I want to go to Yosemite and some of the other bigger parks that I haven't been to yet so is that your preferred uh, method of travel or you know a type of trip as doing a road trip more road trip versus just a pure like fly destination no I mean as a family we totally fly ninety five percent of the time. Um, like if it's in the Midwest, we'll drive, but if it's anywhere else, you know, we've driven not too many places. I can't even like, really, it's been North South Dakota, Iowa. I mean, we did some college trips uh, for Logan this summer and, you know, went to Nebraska and Indiana for Purdue and that kind of stuff. So those are like, Purdue was like eight hours away. So that, that was yeah. a longer, that was a longer day, but we don't do a ton of long trip driving. It's exhausting. I'm not a I'm I'm not a fan. Plus, cars make me sleepy, and sometimes I'm actually expected to drive. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a tough one. Bad combination. Yeah, that's a bad combination. Like we, my my we dad was to... always scared of flying when I was a kid. Like he's gotten better over the years, and you know, medicine and that kind of stuff when he when he flies. But we drove everywhere, anywhere we went. Like I I wasn't on a plane until my honeymoon, basically. Oh, for real? Yeah, I hadn't been on a plane. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't like <laughs> No, I hadn't I hadn't been on a plane until you know we got married. So that was the first time. Really? So that was that's a that's a, actually that's a, a an interesting thing. So that, that's your first flight. You're 24? Yep. Holy crap. How about you, Bruiser? When, how old were you when you first flew? Uh I flew young. I flew when I was probably five or six. I flew a lot when I was young. Uh because my mom's friend Sarah, like her best friend Sarah, but Brett and Annie's mom, mm-hmm. they lived in Florida. So we went once a year to see them that was kind of our when we could afford we could go every year but when we could afford it that was our vacation because we'd go stay at their house sure um but yeah i flew really young i mean i I remember i flew young enough to remember people smoking cigarettes on airplanes i remember ashtrays i'm trying to remember if somebody actually smoked but i kind of remember ashtrays they were ashtrays stayed for a while after smoking but i remember my mother smoking on <laughs> sitting next to my mom and her smoking a cigarette well if you get on some of those old delta planes still you can still see the hints of the old ashtrays like they're not all gone yet like 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they were cool little, they were these little rectangle boxes yeah. that like, were in your armchair, like your armrest, and you just kind of like flipped them open. Click. The Clark Griswold, just the open, close, open, close. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they still exist. I mean, some of those like regional carriers have some of those. Thanks. Yeah, they're getting yeah. now. That's good. I will, I will, I will, I will tell both of you if you ever get on a plane and fly again, and there is still one of those ashtrays in your armrest that clicks open, do not fly on that plane. It is really old. Yeah, that's kind of my thought, right? Like that's yeah. I yeah. might find it's probably a plane that should not be in the air anymore. <laughs> exactly. I don't care how well maintained it is. <laughs> I want technology from the 2000s. It was probably bad 30 years ago, and it's still flying. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I think my first flight was actually, we went to my brother's basketball game in uh, Madison, and they took like a really small like charter, like prop plane, you know, enough for like 30 people or whatever. And I think I had school the next day, and my parents let me fly back with them. So that I could sleep. And then I think my parents picked me up in the morning and brought me to school or something like that. I don't recall. So that was technically my uh, my first flight was with the Golden Gopher basketball team back in like 1990 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then I think my next two trips, I went as an unaccompanied minor. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, just let them go. Yeah, my parents. Like, when like, I was in, is it a thing? I don't. Is that not a? I don't think that's a thing anymore. I don't think. No, they still. They still do it, yeah. Where was that? Oh man, was that on the way out to San Jose where we were? No, maybe it's a work trip, and I was across from two like I don't know, they're ten and twelve or something like that, or eight and ten. Two kids, and they were unaccompanied. But I don't remember being treated like that. Like you know, <laughs> we still go to the gate. Your parents, did, your parents didn't look into it. They just no. I think they literally just bought a ticket. Didn't say this is an unaccompanied minor. <laughs> it literally, when I was like 13 years old, because it was eighth grade, they sent me to Colorado on my own. And then I think in ninth grade they sent me to uh, Los Angeles to visit my brother, or uh, no, Phoenix to visit my brother. And both times I flew alone. Wow! Can you imagine doing that with one of your kids now? Oh my God. No, my wife probably won't let them go by their on their own until they're like thirty. Uh, you know, so <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I but I think my parents must have just walked me to the gate or something like that. I don't know. You know, because you could back then. But it's still, just funny to think that. Yeah, I was literally by myself on the whole these airplanes so the, the the whole time and had never really flown before, short of that one little trip with the basketball team. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I was I always think back to the the flight to Haskey's wedding. In uh, where did you get married? Um, Guadalajara. Guadalajara, yeah. And so I flew down. I flew down to the George W. Bush Airport in Texas. Mm-hmm. I took a, I took a, I took a pot, a pond hopper from from there into Mexico. And when I when I got in the airplane, they said like I remember sitting in the airplane with my my bag on my lap, just freaking out. And they're like, "Sir, we need to take your bag and put it towards the back of the plane because the weight differential could cause us to crash." <laughs> not, not, not the right thing to say to you yeah and i was like i was like oh yeah 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 this is gonna go well this is gonna go well <laughs> yeah so we like off, and then we're coming in for landing we're landing in guadalajara and driving next to our small plane our pond hopper plane is a jeep with like a machine gun with a guy on the machine gun in the back driving oh, next to our yeah. plane and i was like i I'm not. I'm not making it out of this place alive. Man. <laughs> I'm like this is this is the end. 
You just hope your mom pays a ransom at that point. Yeah. And then we, then we got into Guadalajara. And uh, I remember I, I offered you money several times, Peter, to uh, run at the guys uh, guarding the banks with machine guns. Bank? Yeah, they had like the AK-47. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you 20 bucks just to run at that guy. <laughs> just run at him. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was probably one of my, I mean, I, I, I had fun, but that was not my most enjoyable trip to, was to Mexico or to yeah, I, didn't know if I was, I didn't know if I was going home. And it was, um, it was just, I, I couldn't, you know, we didn't go to a resort town and I couldn't deal with the concept of Mexico time and how slow everything was. And I can't remember if we talked about that before, but it was the most for, you know, I know I'm not a New York, you know, New Yorkian, New Yorker, New Yorker, yeah. I'm a New Yorker. Although I do like the concept of New Yorkian, you know, where it's go, go, go. But I like the concept of like things happening on some semblance of a schedule. And so, yeah, the, the idea of like eating dinner at 10 o'clock at night just about threw me into a rage. <laughs> and people, you know, people, I'll meet you at five and like it's three hours later and they're not there. And it's like, I don't know why we're, what's going on here. And it was frustrating. So I, I don't, um, you know, as far as like future places that one little thing kind of tainted me from ever going to like a, a non-resort town in mexico sure. if not what <laughs> and i don't know if you remember like when we so we went to the wedding reception which was out in that like that it was beautiful but it was like this like destroyed like kind of like yeah it was like rooms it was kind of rooms yeah yeah, yeah and then it, like we took a bus forever and then we took a bus forever back to the hotel we got back to the hotel at like 2 30 in the morning and I had to take a cab to the airport because I was going to New York with Andy Larson the next day. My cab was scheduled for 4.30 in the morning. We like got back to the hotel at like 2.30, 2.35 in the morning. And I remember just like walking in the room, didn't even like undress, just literally fell forward into the bed. And then the alarm went off. And I was like, oh, all right, grab my stuff. We're going, uh, all right. Going to New York. Wow. And then being in the cab and not knowing, like also not knowing in the cab, like, is this guy taking me to the airport or is he taking me to someplace to get your body in Florida? You don't know. At least you had Andy Larson there with you. That's true. That's oh, he true. wasn't with me. He was meeting me at the airport. So oh, really? You didn't take the a cab together? He was he was somewhere else. Like they were staying he was somewhere at the else. That's right. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, he was meeting me. Yeah, he was coming to meet me. He was at the wedding, wasn't he? I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Well, Peter, you'll you'll be happy to hear that uh, in France and Italy, they also like to eat dinner at like eight o'clock at night. So yeah. you might want to eat throughout the day, little snacks to keep you. Yeah. Keep you well, even there, like I said, it was like ten something at night. People were eating dinner, and like that's just like eight thirty. I can do. No, we start at eight thirty. You get done about eleven eleven thirty. Yeah. Like it's like a three hour. Battle. A, throw me a thirty ounce steak. Come back in twenty minutes with the bill. <laughs> just, yeah, they don't. Eat, they don't eat steak in France, really. But sure, well, that's you the other. Gotta, you gotta. You gotta go to Phoenix and see my mom. Uh, retirement communities, man. Six p.m. dinner. <laughs> see, that's that's fine. Like anyone. That's, that's a late dinner. Six p.m. is <laughs> late dinner. You're probably not getting the senior discount at six o'clock. Yeah. Four thirty five. But I'd totally go visit her. That'd be awesome. Well, part of yeah, the, you came down. Pete came down there once to visit my mom. That was really nice. I mean, it was, of, not, it was not the nicest of occasions, but you know, it was nice yeah. that he came. What part of Arizona does she live in? Uh, she lives in Goodyear, which is about twenty miles outside of Phoenix. Okay, sister-in-law lives in Glendale, so it's 
uh, Glendale, Glendale is like north and east of of Phoenix. Goodyear, but it's, it's the same same distance from like downtown Phoenix as Goodyear is. Yeah, that's where the girls went when we went to Utah. They went down to see Angie. So nice. You got any? Anybody got? To, well, I suppose you probably don't, Bruiser. But oh man, you got other big uh, trips planned coming uh, up. We were supposed to go to Hawaii in 2020, so we still have tickets that were refunded and stuff. So we gotta gotta make something up here. But okay, probably not Hawaii, but somewhere else. We'll see. So I throw it. In, that's hilarious. That makes me laugh just because. Uh, it's not the same thing, but side story. One of my coworkers, uh, the Flaming Lips are playing tomorrow at the Palace Theater. Yeah. And he realized he's like, he's like, oh, I have tickets to this. Like <laughs> my wife and, and daughter are were, were going to this show together. Uh, I bought these tickets like three years ago and then just got like a notification last week that like yep. it's back. Like it's That's back. That's happening right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of refunding money, we're gonna like, have I didn't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the corn show all over again. Uh, yeah, I still don't believe that they ever rescheduled that. I know Larson says they did, but I don't believe him. Which reschedule? The corn concert. Oh, uh, I got one for you here. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know who's opening for them? Hairball. Yeah. This, That's who cares. Hairball cares. <laughs> no, corn is great. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not a corn fan myself, but the corn is... The corn the tattoo on your back says otherwise. What's but that? I said the tattoo on your back says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> your back tat. They were uh they were predominantly in that uh, 98 uh, Woodstock documentary though. Like I was surprised how much corn talk there was. There was. I watched that too. Yeah. That was that was kind of intense. Yeah. Uh, half intense, half depressing. Well, they didn't they didn't get shit on as much as uh the biscuit got shit on, but in that doc. Yep. Yeah, they took a everybody everybody blamed Lynn Biscuit for their, whatever went on there. They took a sledgehammer to their rep as much as possible. Yeah. So what uh I mean coming back to the trip stuff, I mean we I don't think I've ever traveled for concerts, but I've you know, outside of uh, Fargo road trip one time. <laughs> you, never I know, been, you never got a Milwaukee or Chicago for a concert? I mean I didn't. You've never done? It? No. I haven't either. I've I've I thought about work. going to Red Rocks to see a band or two, but I've, I've never pulled the trigger. Yeah, sure. Never pulled the trigger on that, but I'd I'd like to someday. That'd be fun. I would totally do it. I mean, two years ago, maybe it's probably from my fortieth actually. So four years ago, I was seriously kicking the tires on going to uh, Europe to see me first and the Gimme Gimme's do a couple of shows. I remember that, yeah. But um, just didn't pan out. But I think after seeing them live, Steph is on board with maybe trying to do that at some point. Probably not this summer. They are. We checked like this is literally last night. Checking around every once in a while and see like, oh, when's Social Distortion coming? Because I like seeing them in concert. And some me first is touring touring Europe and like Social Distortion is at the same time. I'm like, ooh, this could be fun. But that's that's a pipe dream right now. Yeah. I don't think that. But I think in a few years, get the kids a little older, and uh, I think Steph and I would maybe do be totally down for going to like Germany. Watch, go see a couple shows or England, something like that. Since they like to play over there, I think it'd be a blast. That'd be cool. But so, and obviously, you know what? Oh three, I think we did our first road trip for Twins games, and you know, for years we did uh, the road trips to see Twins games, um, starting in Milwaukee, I think. Milwaukee. Yeah. Known as the Good Land. Yeah, our first one was in Milwaukee. Yeah, right. That was Milwaukee for a few years, and then Kansas City for a year or two, and then. 
kind of got random after that, but they started out as driving trips and then well, the first, turned into the first, the first one was to Milwaukee and then to Chicago because it was it was shorts stayed on that trip. Yeah, and then they went on to St. Louis, I think. Yeah, because he went on with with his uncle, right? Wasn't his uncle? I don't remember. Think. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. It was. It was we're we're coming up. Is that passed away? I mean, that's that's crazy to me. Twenty is nineteen years ago that we took that trip to Milwaukee. Twenty years ago. Yeah. Oh, 19. Yeah, it was. It was 2003, so 19 years ago. Wow. Which was also the same year we did uh, Germany, I think. Yep, because Logan was born in 2004. Yeah. Correlation? Yes. <laughs> Causation? No. <laughs> but what would you guys say? I mean, obviously, we were both on, or all three, I should say, on quite a few of the trips. Favorite one out of all the different, uh, not that we had a ton of destinations, but, you know, we did Toronto and Seattle, Denver. Kansas City. Kansas City, always a blast. You guys have a favorite uh, destination and or trip? Uh, trip being like it's more of a specific gear, I guess, in my mind. Favorite baseball trip? Um, wasn't Cleveland. Wasn't Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Can we say where they weren't? No. I thought Seattle was really good. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle was fun. That was a really good, like, there was, there was a lot of, all of us doing stuff together, but also doing stuff separately. Yeah. Like we didn't, I enjoyed that trip because there was, there was eight of us there. Uh, and I think there was eight of us and, and we didn't have to do everything together. Like there were some earlier baseball trips where like, it felt like we had to do everything together all the time. And that was the first trip where we felt like, ah, well, let's just, who wants to do what? Let's just, let's just go do shit. And you know, have a good time. Yeah, first night we hung out, but even there we split up after you know later in the night. I think. Um, plus, it was just a cool city, and like where we were was pretty cool, even if it was a little bit dodgy. <laughs> yeah, we were, we it's were always the- dodgy. Let's just we were, be. It's always dodgy. We were in the homeless neighborhood of Seattle. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it was even a made-up Yelp review now, or if it was <laughs> like one we did. Like we kind of made up while we were there. If it was an actual Yelp review, something about. You know, it's like a good place to get stabbed. There's no time for last requests. Ain't nobody got time for that. Look, Betty, I've got no time for games today. Now, there's no time for a bench test. Heat them up. Look around your world, pretty baby. Is it everything you hoped it'd be? The wrong guy, the wrong situation. The right time to roll to me. Is there something wrong and you can't put your finger on it? Right then, roll to me. And I don't think I have ever seen a soul so in despair. So if you want to talk the night through, guess who will be there? So don't try to deny it, pretty baby. You've been down so long you can hardly see. When the engine stall and it won't stop raining, it's the right time to run.